0: Section 18 of Warflying by a Pilot. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. War Flying by a Pilot by Leslie Finer Hutchin. Section 18. Book 2 On Active Service. Chapter 3. Part 3. GESTICULATION IN MID-AIR Having just had a forced landing, M was up with me, and I yelled to him to work the throttle from his compartment. He smiled benignly on me, not understanding or taking much heed. Finally I stood up, waved my arms at him, and shouted. He turned round, and thinking that I had a mad fit on, put his thumb to his nose and extended his fingers. Finally, realizing what I wanted, he tried the throttle, but did not succeed in working it, and in his turn waved his arms. We must have been a comical sight up there, wildly waving our arms at each other, as we couldn't use the engine and were descending. I warned M that we were going to have a forced landing. He tumbled to that all right and removed the gun from behind his head. "'and put it on the front mounting, just in case, ere we met a hedge. "'We reached the aerodrome, all right, a couple thousand feet up, and spiraled down. "'Just as I was coming in to land, another machine cut in ahead of me. "'But as I had no engine, I couldn't wait like Peg, "'but just perched behind him and dodged him. "'So all ended well, for I made a perfect landing.' Have just been up with E. We spotted a storm coming up and ran for home. I came down to land and found myself going too fast, so had to go round again. Great loss of dignity. I came in again, this time right at the end of the aerodrome, and closed the throttle. But the blessed machine went on flying, and I switched off just in time to prevent running out of the aerodrome. The throttle had become incorrectly set, and the engine continued to run at half-speed, although the throttle was entirely closed. We just got in before the rain came down. I was up to 8,000 feet this morning, but the whole sky was clouded over, and one could not see the ground. Flying just above the clouds, it was gorgeous. One felt like leaning out and grasping a handful of snow and making snowballs. The clouds were so fluffy and white. I had a splendid game of tennis yesterday, and was in topping form. Lightning services! Swish! Today has been some day. It started raining in the early hours and is still going strong. We're going to have floats fitted to the machines, so as to take off the lakes A Fireworks Display Inasmuch as I was out all yesterday afternoon trying to get my hair cut, I was unable to write to you, sorry. I was up at 2.45 a.m., and, of course, it was pitch dark. I left the ground shortly afterwards by flares, and had hardly got up a thousand feet when my engine began to misfire, go chug-chug. "'and lose its revs. "'I signaled that I was descending "'and came down, "'trying not to come in too low, "'as I was afraid my engine "'might not pick up. "'Result? "'I came in too high, "'not having had time "'to get used to the dark, "'and had to open up my engine "'and crawl round again "'at a couple of hundred feet. "'Again I essayed to land, "'but failed, "'and by this time "'I was absolutely furious "'with myself. I gave a glance at the rev counter and saw that the engine had found its revs again and appeared to be running smoothly. So, feeling that fate had willed me to stay up, I sent down engine okay now and went off to the lines. Just after I left the aerodrome, clouds came up and the seal would not let the next pilot go. I found my way quite well, in a blue funk though, lest my engine should let me down, crossed the lines. "'picked up the road I was to follow, "'and finally reached the place I was to bomb. "'Here I ran into clouds "'and had to come down between 1,000 and 2,000 feet. "'I dropped my bombs all right and saw them explode. "'As good as a Brock's firework display. "'Moreover, I heard the bangs from them "'and felt the machine bumped by the rush of air "'caused by the explosions.' Flying back by compass, I soon picked out some flares, which I headed for. Realizing that I was over the wrong aerodrome, I looked round, spotted ours, got there, did a good landing, reported, and went to bed again. My flight commander has gone home, after being out nearly eleven months. We are all sorry to lose him. I am sure there is no better flight commander in all France. I have just come down from a long and rather boring job with E, which took us from 1.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. in the upper regions. I had trouble with my engine yesterday and had a forced landing, managing to get into the aerodrome and land in a crosswind. I had a repetition of the stunt today when testing it. We have now solved the trouble. A semi-choked petrol pipe— I am booked for tennis shortly so we'll write more another time end of section 18 recording by john brandon